Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for joining me. All right, let's jump right in with Sita. Sita is the goddess that we are working with within the house of Shakti. And... As we look at these 11 forms of Shakti and focus on Sita this month, this goddess of devotion, loyalty, unconditional love, mystical submission, it really brings to hone in on this fact of the cycles of Shakti itself, the cycle of creation, the cycle of sustainability, and the cycle of dissolving. And when we look at Sita within her archetype, within her energetics and essence, we see this cycle of these creation, sustainability, and dissolving move through in the fact that through love we create, through love we also sustain, and through love we also dissolve and release and I love how all three of these weave together, interwoven in this mystical, magical way. With the cycle of creation, we hone into the full potential of who we are. We hone in on this ability to create from this place of getting back to our truth, back to our true nature, back to self. And there's that liberation within that. There's the transcendence of the duality when we move to that place and then we've got sustainability which is just as important as the creation cycle because as we open new awareness as we open the possibilities of our full potential we also hone in on this opportunity for more understanding more knowledge and getting back to more of our truth but sustainability is the place where it is nurtured, where it's nourished, where we allow it to expand from that place, where we allow it to really be embodied within so that we can come to this place, to the cycle of creation to create more. And then we can't forget about this cycle of dissolving this cycle of moving things through in a in a way that we are creating more space for creation you know there's that saying if you want to bring more in sometimes you have to release and let things go that comes with anything whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're an artist whether you're whether you work in a nine-to-five job there's always this place where we need to release those limitations, release those obstacles, 
release those things that are keeping us constricted, keeping us in this place of being comfortable, keeping us in this place where expansion can't move through. And that's where we need to dissolve, release, so that we again can create more space to hold more. And again, there's that sustainability within that too. So they all weave to each other. They all speak with one another. They all are integrated with another. So that sustainability from that place of the cycle of dissolving, that cycle of releasing and letting go of surrender, the sustainability again comes in when we can hone in onto this place of nurturing, preserving it, maintaining it in that place is that we don't have to go through that lesson again, possibly, or we, we have let something go. We've gotten into this place of discomfort to be able to move things through. And then it's interesting how this is all speaking to each other in the different aspects of everything that I do, everything, all the work that I bring into this world. The fact that Ayurveda is the same, like it brings in the same qualities of the vata, which moves things through. It moves things. And then we got the pitta, which is the place of burning things up, but also that place of digesting everything, everything that we bring into our body, our mind, our soul is part of the pitta energy of digestion, of assimilation. And then we've got kapha, which is that place of sustainability that allows everything to be nurtured and to nourished in order to be able to expand and to radiate through. And then you've got prana, tejas, and ojas. Prana is that that ability to move things through with our breath through those through this vital life force it allows us this flexibility and that's where that creation is and then you've got tejas that spark that ability to let things grow and radiate it's that place of courage it's the boldness and then you've got ojas is that nurturing sweet juiciness, this place of subtle essence of being in this place of, I guess you could say in a place of surrender in a way, because that surrendering is where that nourishment, that nourishing of the body, the mind and the soul actually allows you to thrive. So there is these subtle essences that are running in the background here as well. Through all of this, as all the qualities, as all the essences move through, move through us through the feminine nature, through bringing us back to ourself, bringing us back to our true nature. So it's so interesting that all of this is all interwoven with each other, and we can we can bring this all into our space, and we can bring it in in a sense to own it but we have to have that courage to even delve into this to dive deep and to explore it to embrace it 
But where I was going with this is that within Sita, we have these cycles, just like we do with each of the goddesses. We have this cycle of creation. We have this cycle of sustainability. We have this cycle of dissolving. And within Sita herself, you see it within her story, within her origin story of her being this creation of the earth, being found and as this golden glowing child, this earth goddess that allows things to expand and to grow. And then through that, through her love, through her ability to love and to be devoted and to surrender, she allows the place of sustaining this as well, sustaining this love, sustaining, sustaining this ability of the devotion that she shows into the world. And then you've also got where the dissolving happens, where she lets go and she goes, you know, Rama will never change. And she just disappears. She dissolves. She lets it go. But throughout her journey, she's always going through these different cycles. And that's the whole point of today's episode is through each of the goddesses, Within each of their stories, there are these cycles, cycle to create, this power to create, this power to maintain, to preserve, to sustain, this power to dissolve, destroy, to surrender, and to let go. And with each of them, it allows us to expand ourselves more. And when we embody these cycles, when we embody the essence, the subtle essences, the, the dynamics of each of these within each of the goddesses, we ourselves are able to get to this place where we acknowledge the duality and then be able to transcend that duality. So then it once again brings us to this place that we are not separate from anything, but everything is united. Everything is united. Our body, our mind, our soul are united as one. And that's when we come to that full expansion, to getting back to our true self, getting back to our truth, our true nature. And then there's this unity, this unity between us and nature. We already have that connection with nature already. As Everything is moving outside within nature, so we have that moving within us. Ayurveda teaches us that. And then we also have the unity of ourselves in the divinity and the divine. We are not separate from divinity. We are not separate from the divine. We are one. We are one with this calling to continue to get to this place of our truth. And divinity is here to show us the way, to guide us. If we're only willing to listen and to open ourselves to, to that guidance. And that's what the goddesses do. They guide us. They lead us. They show us the way. They allow us to explore the depths of who we are. They allow us to explore 
our truth in a way that knocks us down, but also creates the room to be able to expand from that place. And when I say knocks us down, it's those from that place of surrendering and dissolving those things that are limiting us from actually seeing the truth of who we are, of seeing our true nature and the self. And there's liberation in that. There's freedom. There is so much expansion in that. It allows our soul to guide us more, our spirit. It allows us to bridge this gap between ourselves and our highest self. It allows us to open up to new creation and be able to expand that through the ability to nurture, to nurture ourselves through love, to open the doors to new understanding, to new growth, to radiate all of that out. It's so cool. It's so cool when we start allowing this rise within us to embrace the shadow and the light within this goddess path to our wholeness, to both more worldly enjoyment and that spiritual liberation, to really bring this all and know that this all is within us. And we actually hold this within the palm of our hand if we choose to if we choose to go there, if we choose to do the work, if we choose to play, I want to say that if we choose to play, because Shakti is all about adding more playfulness into our life. So is spirit. So is spirit, always allowing us to be more playful, because it's through that playfulness that we can expand and laugh and love more. It's through all of that. It's through there that we start living a path of living well. And this is what we do in the house of Shakti. We step into these places with the 11 goddesses, the 11 forms of Shakti. How do we bring in the lessons that these goddesses are here to teach us? And how do we move this through in those cycles of creation, sustainability, and surrendering into dissolving them and they just continue to go through and how we can continue to move and expand through these so i want to leave you with today with maybe some journal prompts that you can go into and the first journal prompt is i would like you to take a moment to think of possibly and this can go to a person a project it can really go to anything in your life. But where is there something or someone in your life that it just seems like it's stuck? It's not, there's no movement forward. They're, you know, like as let's say for a person, this person will never change. So journal about whether it's a person or a project or a situation that you're in that just what is this what is in your life that it just seems like it will never change 
And then the second part of this journal prompt is if the only thing that can change is you, what is the thing that you can change within you? How can you step away from that situation of or person that's never changing? What can you change within yourself? And this isn't a way to build that place of sustainability to preserve yourself, a place where you're choosing love and this healing vibration of love. Where can you show more kindness? And when that kindness isn't honored, remember, it can disappear. But go into that journal prompt. Again, either a person, situation, maybe even it's a feeling, an emotion that just continues. It never seems to change. So what is the thing that you can change within you? So go ahead, take some moment, take some time, journal about that. Maybe sit with it. So go ahead, sit with that, journal about it. See what shows up. Remember, just let the pen flow. And I want to end today's episode with this. Remember that Shakti guides us. And that's where unity follows. So where Shakti guides us, where spirit leads us, unity follows. All right. Have a fantastic day. Remember, go out, be you. Stand in your truth and continue to be your unique and fabulous self, all right? Okay, bye for now. Have a great day. Bye.